Hello and welcome. This is How to Sell Digital, the podcast where we talk about new media, old media, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jeff Fluckager. So I've got a quick tip for you today. One of the products or services that my company provides is direct email marketing. And as a side note, a lot of times when you're talking to advertisers and you ask about email marketing, a lot of them who are doing email marketing to their existing client base think they've got email marketing covered. They think, oh, cross it off the list, check the box, we're already doing that, we're good to go. We don't need to hear about what you guys offer. But the reality is, the majority of the time, advertisers who are doing email marketing, it's not direct or customized email marketing. They're doing the kind of email marketing that only reaches their existing client base. A lot of times, businesses will keep track of their existing clients' um, email addresses in their CRM system, for example. And that's great. They should do that. They should definitely do that. But our type of email marketing, I like to think, is a little better because we're actually trying to get them new customers, not just help them advertise to the same customers that already know about them. So we recently ran this email marketing campaign for a company that wanted to do some seminars. And the 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 purpose of the email marketing is actually terrific for seminars. Whenever you want to fill seats or sell tickets or sell rooms, fill some kind of space, email marketing is very effective for that. So the uh, advertiser had told us, well, we've only seen a handful of RSVPs. You know, what's going on? This doesn't seem to be very effective. Well, we took a look at a few things and our advertiser opted to kind of go their own route when it came to the RSVP side of things. So we have, in our offerings, we can build a landing page for someone and put a form on there and, and you know, there's, there's, no, there's no limit to the things that we can do. But again, that's got an extra cost to it. So again, you get what you pay for, right? So they were going to take care of that on their end. But we looked back and found out when somebody who received the email was actually interested and clicked on the RSVP here portion of that email, they were being directed to the advertiser's website. And on the website, there was a little PDF at the bottom of the page. They could download the PDF, which was basically a copy of the print ad that was running in the local newspaper. So here's the problem is I'm interested in your seminar. I've clicked on the ad. It takes me to their website, but it doesn't take me to a page on their website that is all about this seminar. There's no forms that I can enter my information to RSVP. I guess, luckily, there was a phone number all throughout this process. So if I got frustrated enough but really wanted to RSVP, Eventually, I would call, but that's really not a best practice in how to get someone from reading your email 
to connecting with you, right? So one of the um, less expensive options, but in this case actually very effective, I will say, and that is using Google Forms. If you've never used Google Forms or heard of Google Forms, it basically allows you to do things like RSVPs, surveys, a number of different applications where you're basically building a web page. You can customize the heck out of it. So it would be for an RSVP for a seminar, awesome example of what to use Google Forms for. And so if someone were to click on the email that they receive, you could direct them to the URL of where your Google Form is living. And as people fill out those forms, you can go back in and check how many people have signed up. You can have it generate an email to you so that you can get a report that way as well. So I guess the moral of the story is if you want a advertiser to continue to do something with you, like in this case, email marketing, you need to find a way to help them make it work. Because if it doesn't work, whether it's your fault or their fault or nobody's fault, if it's not effective, they're not going to do it again, ever, right? So in this example, we've got our product or our service kind of on the, the front end, right? And the back end is all the client. But this is a situation where you'd want to ask, and I know in this in this case we did ask, and the, the client had said, all taken care of, and we took their word for it. But you want to double check, triple check even, that from what you are doing, what you are providing as a product or service, and what the client says they're going to do is reality. So you can take a step back and see from the moment that someone gets that email in their inbox to them showing up at this seminar, all the bases are covered. And again, if you do that, not only will they continue to do email marketing in the future, but they will value you as their trusted advisor, trusted digital advertising and marketing expert. So it's only going to benefit you. You'll never guess what time it is now. It's video time. That's right. Oh, well, you can't really see me. You can just hear me, right? But I got to tell you, I'm going to keep talking about online video till I'm blue in the face if I have to. I saw the other day on LinkedIn, I think it was a just a straight up ad, but I clicked on it and I watched the whole, I think it was a minute or two long. I watched the whole thing because it was informative and it was even a little bit entertaining. It was from the company, the communications company, Avaya. A-V-A-Y-A. They do a lot of um, networking communications like wiring and and, um, data communications. So I am going to attach that ad in just a moment here. You can't see it, but you can hear it. And I'm hoping that when you hear it, you're going to think, oh, wow, I want to see that because it sounds pretty cool. Um, So again, I'm just throwing that in as another example of how and why you want to do online video as part of your marketing strategy in 2016. 
This is called Stuff Business People Say. Let's play hardball. So how are we going to position ourselves? Let's hit the ground running. Let's hammer this out. Let's get our ducks in a row here, guys. All right, here's the 30,000 foot view. Let's drill that down. I'll beef it up. Can you put a deck together? Look, I'll do most of the heavy lifting. Okay, I'll put my feelers out. Can you send me the dial-in? What's the dial-in? Hey, Lauren, what's the dial-in? I just pinged her. Somebody ping Carl. Loop me in on that. Loop me in on that, will you? Can you guys loop me in on that? So what space are you guys in? Is this B to B? We're B to C. Is it C to C? We're B to C to B. We're B to C to B, but back to C sort of. Sometimes A. We're a brick and mortar. We're soup to nuts. Okay, let's ideate. So what's their value proposition? What platform are you using? Who did their UI? Their UX. CSS. IP. ICUP. She's C-level. She's an aqua hire. A serial entrepreneur. A disruptor. A total disruptor. That dude is a coding ninja. This new app is cutting edge. Leading edge. Seamless. End to end. Game changing. Disruptive. World class. Freemium. It's pretty much the Uber of food trucks. It's the Uber of dry cleaning. It's like the Uber of tax auditing. It's like the Uber of taxis. What are the deliverables? Are those baked in? Are those included in our best practices? Is that actionable? I'm gonna have to marinate on that. I'm not willing to die on that hill. I I'm worried about the unknown unknowns. I'm worried about the known knowns. What's our launch date? Do we have a drop dead date? It's gonna be 11th hour. It is O-Dark 30. Look, we need more wiggle room. All right, we'll have to do it on the cheap. Now, is that gross? Is that net? Is that gross or net? Is that net-net? That's net-net? Can you unpack that? What's your guesstimate? That dovetails perfectly into my idea. Mm, I'll put it on the back burner. Uh-uh, that's not mission critical. I think that's sideways energy. That's not even in our wheelhouse. I don't have a wheelhouse. I mean, I have a house. That's where the rubber meets the road. How can we repurpose that? Can that be monetized? Can that be optimized? Can that be insourced? We're just trying to create some cross-pollination. That is the silver bullet approach. Can we go under the radar? Can we go over the radar? Maybe we can de-incentivize. Can you disambiguate that for me? I read it on TechCrunch. Giga. CNET. Mashable. I don't have the bandwidth for that. Can we talk offline? We're gonna have to talk offline. We are talking offline right now. This is talking offline. Guys, we are batting a thousand. There's definitely some synergy here. You guys are like peanut butter and chocolate. That is a win. That's a win-win. We should do a viral video. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe on iTunes, or you can stream episodes from our website, howtoselldigital.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.